Welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy second day of January. Happy second day of 2020. Happy second day of the new decade, y'all. I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. You are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my nightly broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're wondering who I am, uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourselves, you who probably have set your resolutions this year to finally get that dream business off the ground. I help you get that business paperwork done. If you need to get your business registered with the state, if you need your EIN number, your DUNS number, if you need contracts, if you need tr- brand protection through trademarks, copyrights, or uh, patents, if you need to know how to hire employees, I help you do all of that stuff. Why am I qualified to help you? I'm so happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. Uh, Going to be 14 years in 2020 that I have been licensed. Um, I have started most from others, both online and offline. I have, um, oh, you need some stuff done? Set up a consultation, my dear. Uh, I have, excuse me, had many careers in the realms of education, entrepreneurship, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody hired to go to business school or to law school. But so many of you have these amazing business ideas. And if you're going to get them done, if you have plans to get them done in 2020, there are some concepts that you, concepts in here. Um, if you would like to see how I can help you get that dream business off the ground. Oh, thank you, my dear. Thank you for sharing. Go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You're going to be able to set up a free 15 minute consultation um, that is for first time clients to see what services I can provide you and how we can best work together. You're also going to be able to download my free business launch cheat sheet that will help you get that dream business off the ground in seven days or less. You will also be able to get your invite to my vision board party happening January 19th. That is a Sunday from 5 to 7 p.m. We are going to be celebrating our achievements and setting our goals for 2020 business-wise. So if you join in the, you want some, if you want a group of like-minded people to celebrate your achievements, and you want, you know, just kind of that support to help you get on the road to get your goals set for 2020 and come up with a concrete plan. You want to invite to this vision board party, people? I love a good vision board. All right, like I said, I got three in my room right now. Um, but go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. We're going to have wine. We're going to have fancy glasses. It's going to be fun. Okay. But now on to the show. So the way the show works is I pull stories from the news that we discuss. I don't talk to you. I don't talk at you. We have a discussion. So I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to need you to put some answers, you know, in the comment box, invite your friends, tell them don't be shy. Um, I'm really glad that we have more participation from Facebook. Facebook was real quiet for a while, but I see y'all are kicking up. All right. Thank you, Instagram, as always. Um, but we are just going to get started, okay? All right. So the first we're about today, of course, we are st- starting off 2020 with the I think has been featured the most on this show. One of the Kardashians, the Jenners, I should say. If y'all know who Kylie Jenner is, give me a K in the comments. I need a K for Kylie. K for Kylie. And if you're new here, no, I'm not a big Kardashian fan, you know, but I respect the hustle, okay, Um, I guess. 
but uh the reason why i'm asking if you guys know who kylie jenner is uh so kylie has been on this show a lot we she's been on you know thank you for the k zephyrina she has been both on the giving and receiving end of lawsuits but uh this case is a matter of kylie has finally settled a lawsuit with another brand so if you are a kylie jenner fan um and you have followed her around her 21st birthday she came out with an eyeshadow palette that was um called and she called it born to sparkle okay she started selling it in 2018 here's the problem there was already a company called Sheree cosmetics that had an eyeshadow palette called born to sparkle and not only did kylie name it the same thing the packaging that she used for her born to sparkle eyeshadow palette was very close thank you for the k-shop best on the yard it was very close to Sheree cosmetics um packaging design right um excuse me uh so there has been a resolution to this case they have settled now there have been no details um put out but i'm from what i read from all the articles kylie really just wanted to get this thing settled and put it behind her so my guess is that kylie broke off charade cosmetics some dollars and we know she got it because she is supposedly a billionaire um and now the case is settled so it's over so i want to know from you guys how much do you think kylie jenner paid this cosmetics company to stay quiet because now the case is over there's no more lawsuit kylie can go on about her way i don't know if she's selling these these born to sparkle palettes still but as of now there is no legal problem with the born to sparkle palette so how much do you think she gave charade cosmetics because i know they didn't just settle it for no money somebody got paid here and even if they don't tell us the amount we know it was a pretty penny so how much do you think kylie paid this cosmetics company that's what i want to know from you guys because if you um uh if you watched one of the shows that i did last week on the uh you know all the celebrities that were being sued by paparazzi the paparazzis usually get about 10 to 20 thousand um when they settle these photo cases so how much do you think that uh uh Sheree cosmetics got zephyrina thinks Sheree cosmetics got eight hundred thousand dollars hmm that's a good amount i'm hoping that one day the amount comes out as to how much they got it may i don't know if it was based on the profits that kylie made from the palettes or if they're just you know ev- i don't know how they evaluated the amount but uh we'll have to see good hair good body said a few million dollars and a provision that she discontinue use of the same product name and product packaging you know what y'all i feel like good hair good body in another life was an attorney because she'd be coming up with these responses and i'd be like yes get it okay um but yeah um i mean any i think that anywhere between several hundred thousand dollars to maybe a couple of million i don't know how big of a company the charade cosmetics is but they may not have based it on that they may have based it on how much money kylie jenner made off of these palettes and we know that um we know that when kylie puts something out it sells out so you know hopefully sheree got got a pretty penny you know they can retire go to the maldives and you know never have to worry about this again okay all right um so do we have any more any more questions about kylie any more guesses as to how much that kylie paid sheree cosmetics off 
Um, if not, we're going to move to this next case, which I think is pretty funny, and it is also a follow-up case, okay? Hi, every occasion photo booths. Oh, photo booths, okay. Um, yes, so we are moving on to our next story, ladies and gentlemen, but before we do that, I want to remind you guys, uh, good hair, good body is not an attorney, but is related to a few, and you have been picking up tips. I can see it. <laughs> All right, so before we go on to the next door, I want to remind you guys, I'm having a party, y'all. January 19th, I'm having a virtual vision board party. If you love vision boards as much as I do, you want to be here. We are going to have wine. We are going to share our vision boards with each other. We're going to share achievements. Um, we're going to goal set, and we're going to come up with affirmations. If you are on my email list, you got the invitation January 1st at noon. If you are not on my email list, go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and get your invitation. Hi, Mahogany Joy. How you doing, girl? Um, all right. So next case we are moving on to. This is the case of the Swedish goats. All right. If you, um, again, if you've listened, watched the show regularly, I talked about a case a while ago where there is a restaurant in Wisconsin and this restaurant, their trademark is that they have a grassy roof that has goats on it. Okay. Um, apparently some people did not, and, and it's a trademark look. So you there's something called trade dress where you can have, you know, um, brand protection for the way that, you know, your thing looks, uh, like the way that McDonald's restaurants looks that is protected, right? The way that, um, any chain restaurant looks, they protect the way that, that, you know, their, their, their restaurants look, um, the, the design of it. So if you watch coming to America, you saw McDonald's and McDowell's, that would never happen in real life because the way that McDonald's is set up is protected. And McDowell's was basically infringing on McDonald's trademark. Okay. But yes. So this, uh, restaurant out in Wisconsin, their trade, their trademark was that they have a grassy roof with goats on it. Right. But there was an attorney in Wisconsin who apparently has a soft spot for goats and he filed suit against this restaurant and asked that their trademark be canceled because he felt that having goats on the roof of the restaurant was demeaning to goats and it caused distress to people like himself who felt that, you know, goats deserved more dignity. This was his literal problem, okay? He had no stake in this. He didn't own the trademark to no goats. He was just a goat lover and didn't like the fact that a restaurant owner was putting goats on the roof of his restaurant. Well, um, the, the ladies and gentlemen, the owner of this restaurant, Al Johnson, um, has won, surprise, surprise, this lawsuit. Um, the court said, uh, that this lawyer whose name is Todd Bank, he said, Mr. They said, Mr. Bank, you have no standing. On top of that, this is a frivolous lawsuit. So they dropped his case, and not only that, they gave him sanctions, meaning that this attorney, Todd Bank, has to pay the restaurant owner for his attorney's fees and costs because he wasted everybody's time. Um, Zephyrina Huckleby asked, Did he ask the goats if they were happy? <laughs> 
You know, I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe he has, you know, some kind of ESP with the ghost and he felt like they were unhappy. We don't know what was going on in, you know, Mr. Banks's mind, but the court doesn't care. The court is like, first of all, you don't own these goats. You don't own this restaurant. You have no standing to, um, to, 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 uh, to, to fight this, right? So think about this in Etsy stores, right? We, we see Etsy stores all the time. They sell knockoff items, right? It is ridiculous. Shop best on the yard. Um, but they won't, unless someone who owns a copyright to something or a trademark to something contacts Etsy, Etsy is not going to do something, but it has to be the person who owns it. Hi, Sincere39. Or if you're going to go to court to contest a trademark or a copyright, you have to have a stake in it. You can't just be like, well, I don't like this, you know? Um, you have to, there has to be some type of risk in it. You need some skin in the game. So, uh, the Swedish goats stay and Al Johnson gets his court costs back and his attorney's fees for having to defend this ridiculous lawsuit. So bravo Al Johnson. Um, oh my gosh, Shop Best on the Yard made a crayon cup and Crayola reported her y'all. And this is what I mean about um, you know, be, being, um, companies, uh, being able to get things taken down. It has to be the owner of the trademark, right? So if, let's say I saw Shop Best on the Yard's crayon cup, and I didn't like it because I said, well, that's Crayola design. I myself could not take action against Shop Best on the Yard. I would have to contact Crayola and tell them, hey, somebody's using your mark, um, you should tell, you should say something. Shop Best on the Yard got it taken down because their squiggly line is trademarked, y'all. When I tell you trademarks, like, you can trademark almost anything if you do it the right way. So Crayola's squiggly marks are trademarked, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful. All right? Um, as well as, don't, don't infringe on these Swedish goats either. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. Um, Shop Best on the Yard. We need to have you on the show so you can tell us all your crazy stories about infringement. Because you've got some stories here. We had that one with that university, the Cray the Crayola one. Uh, Shop Best on the Yard is a is a wonderful case study. She is an amazing artist. But, you know, even when you do your due diligence out here, sometimes it gets tough. All right? Uh, next case that we are talking about, um, uh, are we, are we good with that? Are we good? Any more questions? We good. Okay. Um, we are going to move on to this next story. Hi, busy peach. Yes. So guys, I want to know your opinion. Do you think that a city, a city, <laughs> yes, you do ask me questions. Do you think that a city should be able to trademark its name? Think about it. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. Shop us on the yard. So y'all better hire MPL Consulting first. She keeps me on my P's and Q's. I love you. Thank you. Um, but do you think a city should be able to trademark their name? Think about Boston, Atlanta, Miami, uh, I don't know, Skaggsville. <laughs> Busy Peach said no. Busy Peach doesn't think a city should be able to trademark their name. Any other opinions? 
Yes, Sincere39, the name of a city. Do you think that a city should be able to trademark its name? Busy Peach said, too widely used. Well, ladies and gentlemen, a city in South Dakota has tried to do just that. Has anybody here been to Sturgis, South Dakota? If you have been to Sturgis, South Dakota, give me an S in the, in the comments. Shabbat said, remember Clemson University trademark Clemson? I thought that was ridiculous. Look, girl, you do any, however people could get it. Busy Peach said, Fargo. Is Fargo trademarked? Zephyrina's wondering why they would want to. I'm going to tell you why in a second. Fargo, I think it's trademarked, but not for, you know, a city. It's trademarked for movie purposes or, like, film purposes. Um, <coughs> Sincere 39 doesn't think they should be able to. Zephyrina says no. Good Hair, Good Body said only if they sell stuff with their name on it. Busy Peach said, LOL, just guessing. Well, um, okay, Zephyrina hasn't been to South Dakota. So, there is a, a place in South Dakota called Sturgis. Yes, good hair, good body. Look at you. Sturgis is, they host a motorcycle rally every year. Hi, Nessie time. And, um, yes, since they're there, that's where they have the big bike rally every year. And Sturgis was trying to trademark the city name of Sturgis. The idea was that they wanted that if somebody wanted to use the name Sturgis in marketing, that they had to pay the city a dollar every time they used the word Sturgis. Oh, thank you, Mahogany Joy. She said, yes, yeah, she's my consultant. I can't wait to put money in her pocket. You guys are so sweet. You're going to make me cry. Oh. <laughs> but um, Sturgis, South Dakota has been trying to trademark their name for a long time because this motorcycle rally ostensibly brings in a lot of money to the city, but they're trying to bring in some more. So they want to trademark the name. So if they want to use the name Sturgis to promote this motorcycle rally, every time they use the name Sturgis, they would have to pay the city a dollar. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's a good idea or do you think that they're be that they're overreaching that this is kind of silly? Cuz I'm trying to think, you know, Sturgis, South Dakota, it's not necessarily the biggest city. Um well, a dollar every time. So let's say you have a um a marketing document and you use Sturgis 38 times in the document, you're going to have to pay them a dollar every time you use Sturgis. I don't know. I'm just trying to think if I was, this is a relatively small city. So maybe Sturgis doesn't necessarily come up in everybody's vocabulary, vocabulary every year. But let's just take a regular city like Boston, Atlanta, or Washington, D.C. Can you imagine if they tried to trademark the name? Think about how many, comp, think about how many businesses in your city are name, have, have the city name in the name. Can you imagine every business owner having to pay um, you know, the city to use the name that they are based in. And while, while a dollar doesn't seem like a lot, it can add up. Shop S on the yard said, if Clemson University can trademark Clemson, which is the city they are in, then Sturgis should be able to do it too. Now, what category is Clemson trademarked in, right? We have to know what category. Busy Peach said that would be crazy. Good hair, good body said I'd be wealthy if that were the case. <laughs> so, um, but... 
what we have to think about the categories because you can't just trademark the name all willy-nilly it has to be for something specific so if Sturgis is where this motorcycle rally happens and let's say they want to trademark the name Sturgis or the city name Sturgis for you know motorcycle events and things like that do you think that that would be a good way to go <laughs> busy peach said i told you i'm going to trademark peach okay girl do it do it do it get it if you can okay um do you think that if, if sturgis was was you know was going to trademark the name sturgis for motorcycle rallies would that be a good idea shop best on the yard said all merch and events lol they trademarked everything you can make money in Whew. you know look universities make bank by licensing out their name remember the case we talked about um who was it Penn State or, uh, hold on, we talked about a case recently, oh no, it, yes, it was, it was the Penn State, it, the, um, Penn State made, had made like 15 million dollars in one year just licensing out their name, and they've made over 206 million dollars over the lifetime since they've started licensing their name, so licensing a name is a lot of money, high, slow, grind, sunny, um, but yeah, so we, apparently Sturgis has been trying to do this for a long time. Uh, they haven't been successful thus far, but we will have to, um, see what happens. So for those of you who are motorcycle enthusiasts, uh, look out to see if Sturgis is successful. Cause you might have to pay, you know, a dollar to put Sturgis on a, on a document. If you're trying to go present at the motorcycle rally. All right. Okay, that was a good one, y'all. Thank you for your participation. I love it. I love it. All right, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys, uh, my business launch cheat sheet is for free for download is the top of 2020. I know a lot of you have business plans that you want to get going. The business launch cheat sheet is going to get you there. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and download it. It is completely free as well. If you like vision boards, if you need help setting your goals for 2020, if you want to celebrate your achievements for 2019, you want to get an invitation to my virtual vision board party that is happening January 19th. It's going to be tons of fun. We're having wine. We're going to make our vision boards. We're going to come online. We're going to share stories. We're going to share, you know, what we want to do, what we've accomplished, all this stuff. So go, thank you, Shop Best on the Yard. Go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Hey, hey, so rap 21 and get your invitation to the virtual vision board party, all right? Okay, we are moving on. Um, we are moving on to Florida, <laughs> okay? Um, do we have anybody here who has ever been to Pensacola, Florida? If you have been to Pensacola, Florida, please give me a P in the comments. If you have been to Pensacola, Florida, and I'm going to tell you why I want to know if you've been to Pensacola, Florida. So, Oh, excuse me. Let me get a sip of water. Water challenge. Um, so in Pensacola, oh, you have been shot best on the yard. Thank you. IPCA. We've got two people who've been to Pensacola, Florida, three people who've been to Pensacola. Wow. Oh, Pensacola, Florida apparently is very popular. Um, okay. So you guys who have been to Pensacola, Florida, have you ever seen something called the Graffiti Bridge? If you have seen the Graffiti Bridge, give me a G in the comments. 
Um, yes, water challenge. If you have been to Pensacola, Florida, and you have seen the graffiti bridge, give me a G in the comments. I'm going to give y'all a minute or so, because I know that there is a little bit of a delay. Um, but why... Oh, Shop Best on the Yard has seen the graffiti bridge. Okay, so apparently it's this bridge that is notorious for graffiti, right? Um, and there is a guy in Pensacola, Florida, who he started taking pictures of this bridge. And every day he would go several times a day and take pictures. Thank you for the GSO Rap 21. And he would take pictures of this bridge of the new graffiti that had come up and started updating them on, on in a Facebook group, right? Then... He started making jewelry from paint from the bridge. So I guess if it had fallen off or chipped off, he would take it and he would make jewelry from the graffiti bridge. Well, this gentleman has applied for a trademark for graffiti bridge in the category of jewelry and he has gotten it. So ladies and gentlemen, you can now buy graffiti bridge branded jewelry and it is literally made from the graffiti bridge i think that's really cool um but yeah so this guy took a hobby and he made it into a business he like i've never i how do you make i don't know how you make jewelry from um paint from paint but he did it shop best on the yard said wow yes wow so um yeah this graffiti bridge I might have to take a trip down to Pensacola and go look at it myself and get me some graffiti bridge brand and jewelry. Um, yeah. IPC8 said, so dope. Yeah, I think that is really dope. Like, this, like, and that's like what I'm talking about. Taking your passion and making it profitable. This guy was just taking pictures of a bridge and he turned it into a whole business and he's got a trademark and everything, okay? All right. So... We have come to our last case, ladies and gentlemen, and um, it, I asked a question in my story today. I actually forgot to check the answers before I came on live, and I asked you guys um, if you knew any songs that used Mitsubishi in the title um, or in the lyrics, right? Um, and I knew that there was one, and I was like rattling it around in my brain, and then... Um, Shabbos Leo said no. So, um, I was rallying around in my brain and I finally remembered it and then I got the lyrics. So I'm going to recite the lyrics to my favorite song that uses Mitsubishi in the title. And then we're going to go on to the story and why we're talking about Mitsubishi today. The title of the show is Run the Money Mitsubishi. But if you can name this song, you get five points. I don't know what the five points get you, but you get five points. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't laugh at me i can't rap okay so um yeah in saloons we drink boons and battle goons to high noon bust rap tunes on flat spoons take no shorts like poom pooms see hoochies pop coochies for gucci's and luchi find me in my mitsubishi eating sushi bumping fujis do you know what song that is do you know the song that is hi new haitian how you doing you didn't know of any song that's cool i just did it zephyrina um, that, it's a rap, look, I can't rap, okay, I ain't got no cadence, I got no flow, I got nothing, I just got the lyrics, <laughs> but that was off of the Fuji's debut album from 1996, yes, Lauren Hill, that is the artist who was reciting those lyrics, that's not big, that's Lauren Hill, yes, all right, and that is from, um, Ula, wait, was it Fuji Live? 
I forgot the name of the song. Sorry. I, I got so many things running through my brain. But it's off the Fuji's debut album from 1996. Um... God, everything is escaping me right now. Sorry, guys. But here's why we're talking about... Was Tag? Okay. Oh, was Lagged? Okay. Um, sorry about that. So here's why we're talking about Mitsubishi. Um, we're actually going way... across. You love her? I love her, too. We're going Fuji La, yes. We're going way across the world. We're going to Australia right now, okay? We're going to Australia. Let's get on a plane. We are in Australia. Trademarks are world worldwide, ladies and gentlemen. Every country has trademarks, okay? Australia is no different. And there is a company in Australia. It's a little car company, a little company called Absolute Batteries. They sell batteries and they service and repair cars. They got they were found they found uh, they started 6 years ago and they got a trademark shortly after they started on the word absolute and batteries. So they call themselves absolute batteries. Here's the problem. Mitsubishi came to Austria and they wanted to trademark absolute for a new car model of theirs, right? So they went to this company. So Mitsubishi, this big, huge company, car company, multinational, goes to this little, little company and says, hey, we want to buy your trademark. Company says, let's talk money. Mitsubishi, um, according to the company, basically only offered them the money that they paid to get the trademark. Remember, Mitsubishi is a multinational car company. They've probably got millions, if not billions of dollars in equity or whatever, right? And you've got this little company in Australia and if I'm thinking about it in terms of U.S. money, it costs about $475 to fully trademark something, right? Maybe top $600 if you use an if you do it by yourself. If you have an attorney, it probably costs you anywhere from $1,700 to $3,000. So let's just say we're looking at the realm of $3,000. Mitsubishi basically offered this company $3,000 for their trademark. Sir. Mitsubishi, you've got money. Why are you being cheap? Give these people their money. So this, uh, this, and it's not just a, a matter of, you know, um, you know, it's not enough. It's that once they sell this trademark to Mitsubishi, they would no longer be able to operate their service and repair part of their business. Good hair, good body said that's all they offered. They did not offer payment for future earnings. No, they didn't. They basically just said, here, take this little money and, you know, go away. Low ball and like, like, oof, I'm not even going to say it. Anyway, that's why I entitled... Yes, that is insulting. That's why I entitled this uh, this episode "Run the Money Mitsubishi" because we know you ha how like I don't even know how long Mitsubishi has been in existence, but we know that you have the money. Why would you lowball this company? No matter how small they are, they were smart enough to trademark this term, and you want it. Why not give them enough money that they don't think twice about selling it to you? Right, right. Anyway. 
um, I'm hoping that, you know, if, if Mitsubishi is really serious about getting this trademark in Australia, they're going to have to up the ante. How much do you think they should have to pay this, um, this service and repair company for this trademark so that they can use the trademark absolute? What do you think would be a fair amount? What do you guys think? For me, I think it's at least a couple million. You're going to have to run me a couple M's. You are a multinational car company. I want the money. How much do you think that they should reasonably offer this, this um, service and repair company? How much do you think? Ooh. In the millions. Shop Best on the Yard said, in the millions. I agree with you. I just think about, you know, your, how many cars are you going to sell? You know, the, the money that you're going to make on, you know, the upgrades and everything. And you're just trying to pay this company at best, in my estimation, $3,000. Shop best on the yard. Should be in the millions because they are about to make billions. That's right. Run the money, Mitsubishi. Stop being cheap. <laughs> yes. Um... So we're going to wait and see. Hopefully Mitsubishi comes back with a better offer. Um, but this company is holding out for, for right now because they're like, you know, we know that it's worth more. We know that you have more. Give us our due. And I salute them. Okay. So that is the last. Uh, oh, let me, hold on. We got a comment. Good hair, good body said two million at least. The smaller company made big investments. That's right. They spent six years building up this business, right? And they may, had the the um the the where the the forethought to trademark it. Sincere thirty nine said, when you sell a trademark, can you get perpetuity? So when you have a trademark, you have to renew every ten years. But as long as you're using it in business, it's yours. Nobody can just take it. It's when you leave it dormant and you're not doing anything with it, then there is a danger of someone overtaking your trademark, especially if you don't defend it. Shop best on the yard said. Hold on. Zephyrina Huckabee said, I agree with you. I believe they have the right to set the price. That's right. Shop Best on the Yard said, the little business is going to have to rebrand once they sell their name. Absolutely, they will. Good Hair, Good Body said, get paid with interest. High King Tax Services, yes. So everybody is, seems to be on the side of absolute batteries in this case. Mitsubishi is lowballing, and they're going to have to come correct because this company is basically going to have to give up half their business if they sell the trademark. They sell batteries, but they also service and repair cars. And if Mitsubishi wants to get this trademark for vehicles, which means that Mitsubishi is going to be servicing this vehicles because whenever you buy a new vehicle, the, um, the, 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 the car maker, they have their own dealership that you can go and get it serviced. They're not going to want another car company out there using the trademark that they purchased, right? So run the money, Mitsubishi, stop being cheap, okay? Okay, yes, please do watch the replay. I have to watch yours too. Y'all, tax season, it's not coming. It's here. Go check out King Tax Services 18. She's going to get you right for 2020, okay? Um, but yes, so ladies and gentlemen, that those were the stories that I had for you today. Thank you so much. This was an amazing conversation. Um, this was a great, you know, reintroduction to 2020, the first live broadcast of 2020. So glad that we had so many people in the room. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for the discussion. Um, good hair, good body said that smaller company will have to get its merchandise rebranded, which costs money. Yes, it does. Rebranding is not a joke. Um, if you have any questions in these last few minutes, I'm going to be on here for the next five, uh, five minutes or so. 
Make sure that you go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash, you're welcome, Zephyrina, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to download the free business launch cheat sheet. All of you who said I'm starting that business in 2020, go get the business launch cheat sheet. It's going to get you on the right track. If you, if you need some help staying accountable, if you need a group of people to help you stay motivated, if you want to celebrate your 2019 achievements and set those 2020 goals, go to the link in my bio and get yourself an invite to my virtual uh, vision board party. Zephyrina said, I enjoy watching your lives. Looking forward to working with you in the near future. Ditto, my dear. Ditto. Um... <clears throat> Uh, good hair, good body. Say hi at, at King Tax Services. You have great products. Shop Best in the Yard said hi, King Tax Services. Didn't know you were going live today. There's so much, so much info out on here, y'all. I have such a great community of creatives and entrepreneurs around me, and you know, I love that we can support each other. Um, this is like, this is just a, a, and this is what I want, you know, for the virtual, um, the virtual vision board party, just all of us to come together with our energy, with our goals, our achievements and support one another, because this is what the internet was made for to connect people. So why not use it to support each other, bring each other up, right? So go get your invite to the virtual vision board party, download the free business launch cheat sheet. Um, watch the back episodes of the, the live stream on my YouTube channel. You will find that at the link in the bio as well, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Or if you don't have time to watch the video, go, um, go, uh, listen to the podcast. You can get the link for that at the link in my bio too. Uh, uh, King Tech Services shouted me out on the King's Clash Club, Club about the party. Thank you, my dear. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait to have my cute little wine glass. <laughs> All right, y'all. So if we don't have any more questions, I'm going to let y'all go for the evening. We had such a good time. I'm going to go relax. Toby's here just like chilling out. We're going to watch some movies and go to sleep. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good night. Bye.